Therefore, with him on a stunning walls, nothing is ever killed. Move forward, never backtrack. I put this shit on my shoulders like a backpack. Savage, 21, yeah, blackjack. Hit the powder with the water, that's a flapjack. Got caught with the work and snitch, you a pack rat. I do this shit for the chips, this a rap snack. I be preaching through these bars, I'm on a higher mission. You would think I wrote these verses out in hieroglyphics. You heard I got it popping, yeah, I probably did. Been kicking shit like this since Karate Kid. Was 18 with a foreign like Fabi. Japanese denim, shout out to Mr. Miyagi. <laughs> I always got picked, but I didn't play. Always knew the top was my end state. How can a stranger come and tell me what my friends say? How can he without seeing be a sensei? Off the muscle, I keep the heat, no being gay. Niggas weak in the middle, it ain't Wednesday. All this money talk, but we seeing different. We still waiting on you to ball like Ben Simmons. Off the block running shit, I feel like trail chemists. My homie like 6'5", but he sell midget. Spinners in the car, we don't sell fidgets. With some niggas throwing signs that never held pickets. Climb to the top of the mountain and watch the sun rise. You was doing all that talking, now your tongue tied. Exotic views of the beach from the mountainside. Hustling to watch the amount in my accounts rise. Cause really we came from zero And slapping niggas in the airport like Grove Hero I come from the slums of Mississippi like a mosquito We're hating to get your ass rolled up like a taquito They think I'm crazy, shout out to CeeLo Yo, fellas, fellas What it do? Man, we back, man Back again Seems like we back here last night, man Trying to tea Yeah, man Shout out to uh, Kia Parker for jumping on last night um, if you missed it, uh, go watch episode 34, Uncommon Denominators with uh, Brother Akia Parker. But uh, nevertheless, tonight, we back, fellas. And, yeah, uh, man. Back to back ain't cheating, that's what they say? Yes, sir. <laughs> but, uh, right we're gonna, back. We're going to go ahead and jump into it, man. Um, there's a lot of things I can say about this young man that's uh, getting ready to come on tonight. But uh, I was able to get in contact with somebody that I can thank to do a little bit better job than I can do. So, uh, with that said, we're gonna bring on uh, Woo to uh, introduce our guest for tonight. Woo, what's up, man? We're good, bro. What's happening, right, Woo? Appreciate you jumping on at the last minute, bro. Yeah, it's all good. So, uh, what, what can you tell us about this young man we get ready to bring on tonight, man? Man, when you call me, man, you kind of put me on the spot with it, but. You know, uh, I kind of understood the assignment, you know, because, like I said, hey, everything I'm about to say about this young man right here is, like, it's genuine, and, and it's all facts. Like, it, 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 he makes it so easy to, to introduce him to where, you know, hey, everybody love him. Like, the most humblest kid I know, you know what I'm saying, one of the most hardworkingest kids I know. Like, like I watch his grind, like, from a kid. Like, like when they say hard work pays off, He's the true definition of it. Like, you know, you know, some kids just have it, you know, natural talent, just just like raw natural talent that, that that's undeniable. But um my brother, he he wasn't gifted with that just raw talent to where you know he didn't have to work to get where he is. Like, like, like he really did grind to get where he is. Like, like and and, and I I'm so so proud of him for that. And 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 like I said, like. And being a big brother to him, he made it so easy for me. Like, he never put me in no kind of 
bad situations where you know, uh, like you know how kids are. You know what I'm saying? Like, like he never did that. Like, like he all he always was that kid. Like humble, do right. You know, like he he. Just, I don't want to say no. Ain't nobody perfect, but hey. He, he the closest thing to it, man. Like, <laughs> for real. Like, the closest thing to it. Like, respectable young man. Like I said, he works hard. He grind. And and I'm proud of him. I'm, I'm proud to say I'm his big brother. And, and I watched him grind to uh get where he is. And I just want to say, hey, this kid right here, man, y'all just keep watching him. Y'all will see. His journey is not yet over. Yes, sir. Well, look, man, uh, I know he over there. Uh so I'm gonna give you a chance to uh we're gonna bring him in and uh give you a chance, let him speak, dap you up, and whatever y'all need to do, and we'll let you know. <laughs> Move you on mute. Oh uh, I'm gonna make me cry, big brother, man. I love you. <laughs> no, man. I love you too, bro. <laughs> I'm gonna bring me to tears there, man. I appreciate you, man. Come on, my heart, baby. <laughs> Woo. We appreciate yeah. it, man. We'll get up, man. Oh yeah. All right. All right, well. Without further ado, Mr. DNA Sip, how you been doing, man? man? I'm blessed, man. I can't can't complain at all, man. Listen. How y'all doing, man? How y'all doing good? Good, man. Hey, good, good, man. man. Good, good to see you. Good to hear, man. Good to hear. Well, look, man, uh, I know we've been trying to set this up, you know, for a little minute. So uh you you uh uh, this is the first week we've ever done back-to-back shows, so uh, it takes a special person to get us to kind of step out their box and uh, out of our comfort zone. So, uh, salute to you. I appreciate that, man. You know what I'm saying, man? I'm talking <laughs> my grandma's birthday. Uh, grandma, if you're watching this, happy birthday, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Happy birthday, Grandma. Yeah, happy birthday. Birthday. How are Grandma is today, Deontay? Man, you know we can't tell. That man on the spot, man. You know. Hey, 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 hey. She getting, listen, listen. She getting older, so you know what I'm saying. I'm trying to keep her young. So I, don't I, got you. I got you. I got you. Smart right. man. <laughs> well, look, man. Um, we gonna uh, we gonna jump right into it. We know uh, time is of the essence, and, you, and and your time is precious. So, uh, but uh, first question out the gate. Um, I was just kind of thinking about um setting this interview up and all that. And uh, it it, it kind of uh, made me think about how you have roots uh, in Coldwater, Senatobia, Como, and I believe a little bit of Sardis too, if if I'm if I'm correct, right? So uh, I just wanted to ask you, like, um, from your perspective, like, how would you say uh, all these cities and towns kind of, you know, what what are the similarities, and then also the differences, and also just kind of talk about how you were able to maneuver seamlessly, it seems like, through through all of them. Well, I mean, I'll say um, the similarities um, in, in all those towns, um, I'll say in a way, you know, like um, the mindset is kind of similar in a way, you know what I'm saying? Like as much as people don't want to admit it, um, the mindsets in their area, they are kind of similar, you know, but, um, the majority of people, you know what I'm saying? Cause yeah. um, I went to I went to North Nola High School and I went to Sydney Tucker High School. So 
know what I'm saying? So I kind of got to see, you know, perspectives of a lot of people. And also, you know, like I said, that also, um, I also got a chance to meet um, a lot of people that I wouldn't have met um, if I didn't do that. And I also got to see, you know, different perspectives from both sides, you know what I'm saying? And then, like I said, that's how I kind of get to where, like, in a way it's kind of similar. Um, like, it all, it's kind of like it all ties back to each other. Um, you see how, how uh, you know, why well, am I gonna say that? I ain't gonna say that. <laughs> but yeah, right. I, I can just say, you know what I'm saying? Everything come back full circle, man. It's a, it's a big word, man, but it's real small at the same time. Yeah, indeed. But you, but, but you know, like where we're from, you know, you can get a lot of, you can catch a lot of flack for, you know, being from Coldwater or, you know, being from Senatobia. But I feel like what you have in roots, um, I don't really, yeah, I don't really, um, I mean, not, not to, not to disrespect nobody, but like I said, I don't really like to claim a city, man. I just like, when I go places, I tell them, man, I'm from Mississippi. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I just, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, man, I wear that, I wear that big M on my chest, man. That's where I go. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> so, uh, since you ain't going to say, I'm just going to add and say it. It says a lot of similarities. So, um, where we from, you probably don't heard this time or two. Coach Dan should just say you got that cold water mentality, mm-hmm. and that cold water mentality means that um, you, you, you smile minded. I'm just gonna keep it, keep it, you know, frank. So yeah. the, the entire North Mississippi area, we have uh, diamonds in the rough like yourself. You know, um, we call out many people on this show who are diamonds in the rough, but you also just have the rough. So, <laughs> so I'm gonna make it plain for folks. Uh, what you're saying is that rough is it, in all those towns. And so my question is, coming from our area, you know, how are you able to stay focused on your goals and uh, deal with those distractions, whether it was at school or away from school? Um, at least stay in focus, man. I just want to say, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, a big shout out to my cousins and my family and uh, my parents, you know what I'm saying, my upbringing. So I say uh, me, me staying focused and kind of, you know, ignoring things was, um, it was different at times because, you know, like I said, man, sometimes I ain't a lot like, you know, I lost focus. I began to do stuff uh, that I shouldn't have been doing, you know what I'm saying? But like I said, other times, man, it's kind of, uh, it's kind of me um, embracing, embracing being different because, you know, at times I would kind of look and see, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, why, like, why am I interested in, in different things than everybody else around me? You know what I'm saying? Like, like I even, I even prayed about it. I was like, God, like, like, why don't I like, you know what I'm saying, NBA young boy and all them, like everybody else like, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, like, I realized like when I was being genuine with myself, um, uh, on the things that I was naturally interested in were different from a lot of people around me. So like I said, like, like I said, like, I've been called weird. Um, I've been called, you know, a lot of names, you know what I'm saying? Like, like some people say I try to act like I'm perfect for, for social media, you know what I'm saying? But I mean, I mean, like I said, I don't see it as that, you know, so I see it as, you know what I'm saying? Everybody should market themselves in a marketable way, you know what I'm saying? Cause like I said, like, you never know who's looking, you never know who's paying attention. Yeah, and, and you also you also always represent yourself and your family. You exactly. know, just like your grandma on here now, you don't want to misrepresent, you know, your, your ancestors. That's Ancestors like don't know. I was just about to say, God. What, what does ancestors mean? First, let's, let's move on. Let's move on. 
So, uh, saying all that you just said, and you spoke about your upbringing, your parents, uh, people um, that that you look. Who would you say some of your biggest influences were uh, overall? And if there's somebody specific as it relates to sports, then you can name them as well. If if it's a different person or people. Uh, my biggest influences growing up, uh, I mean, it was my uh, it was my granddad. Um, we uh, I say we were like super close. Um, he called me every day around seven on his break. You know, like, we chop it up. Um, like I said, if it's just five minutes, it's just ten minutes. Um, but I said uh, that's who um, that's who basically uh, took me to a lot of my sporting events. Um, like I said, like no matter what the sport was, baseball, football, basketball, whatever, uh, I said he was my biggest influence. You know what I'm he was always dropping gems on me. Uh, we talk about, like I said, like, like I said, he gave me a safe place to talk about everything. You know what I'm saying? He, uh, and, uh, like I said, like, he gave it to me real too. I like, wasn't no, wasn't really no none of that. You know? He, and my granddad also went to college to play football too, so that was kind of. Kind of big to me as well, but like I said I don't want to get too deep in there. You know what I'm saying I get emotional, but yeah, that was my biggest informant though, my granddad. Yeah, I hear that, man. Yeah, That's what's up? Yeah. So, um, hey, we're gonna transition into high school. Um, so when you look back on your high school career, what's the most memorable moment that you have from when you started playing football in high school? Um, in high school. I say my first touchdown at uh, EMP, my freshman year. Uh, I, I ran a touchdown and I said, I looked over to my right, and my mama and my granddad, they was like, they was like right there on the side. You know what I'm saying? So that, was, that was like, like, like me, man, that was the most memorable moment. Um, homecoming game as well. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I'm a freshman. Um, I kind of, kind of broke loose, you know what I'm saying? Kind of, it's kind of like one of those unexpected things, you know what I'm saying? We up, we up kind of big, you know what I'm saying? We're going to put the freshman in, but I, I said, man, I broke loose and I uh, looked to the right and then they come. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <that's dope>. Yeah. <clears throat> um, Put folks on notice after that. <laughs> if, uh, if my memory serves me correct, uh, you were considered an elite talent in baseball just as much as you are uh, or much as you have become in football. Yeah, uh, and, I, and I guess my question is, um, at what point did you decide to solely focus on football and what kind of, what factors kind of led into uh, that decision? Man, <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, I said, man, I could, I could hear pretty good when I was young and I could steal bases like real good. But I'd say, um, what, uh, what factored into me Quitting baseball, um, I ain't gonna lie. Um, I got, I had got hit. I got hit in the eye. Like when I was little, I was trying to catch a ball. Like my fielding was like, you know what I'm saying? It was progressing. But I remember, uh, I remember my great granddad, Jig uh, Senior. You know, he would always, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, like he loved to see me play baseball, or like he loved to hear about me playing baseball. But um, as I got older, you know, the, <clears throat> I said the ball, the game. Game started moving real fast, you know. So, yeah, so I, uh, yeah, so I kind of stepped away when the game started moving a little fast. And also, I had a little fear built up too because I had got hit in the eye with the ball. 
Yeah. Getting hit will definitely do that to you. I got hit mm-hmm. in Little League, and I won the same after that for sure. Yeah, definitely, man. Definitely. And it wasn't even in the eye. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, before we keep going, I don't know if we, we, we spoke about this or when I, I don't know if it was said during the introduction. Maybe it was, and I forgot. Where, where you at in the world right now? <laughs> I'm in, uh, I'm in Brazil. And, uh, specifically, I'm in uh, it's, it's, it's a city called Petrolina, and I'm in the state of Pernambuco. That, that. So, yeah, I just wanted to. For anybody to hop on late or if it didn't get said in the beginning, you know, let the viewers know where you where you calling yeah. in from that don't know. Or to the man, come up and say stop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Over there talking that talk. <laughs> but don't, don't make me upload the Kevin Hart clip. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But yeah, you wanna jump in, Matt? Uh yeah, I guess so. With you know, with your our family in, in pretty much all the local areas, I got a couple questions. First, what when did you move from Senatobia? I mean, from North Nola to Senatobia, and, and what prompted that move? So I moved. Um, so I moved in the seventh grade, and so basically, um, so basically, um, we had some we had some disagreements in our household. You know what I'm saying? But um, so. So the disagreement got solved very quickly. So it didn't even came a decision. You know, so basically, you know what I'm saying? So basically my mom and dad sat it down was like, uh, do you wanna do you wanna stay uh do you wanna transfer or do you wanna uh stay here in San Antonio? You know, me, like I said, man, like I said, I want to do something different. So I'm like, uh um, yeah, I don't think I wanna go to uh, EMP, you know, try it out, see what's so so I ended up going to EMP. And then, um, like I said, um, when it was yeah, my 10th grade year, the coaches um, at Senatobia, like I said, you know, it was, I think it was illegal at the time, but they came to my house twice, talked to me. Then I actually went, um, in the school year, I actually went to talk um, to, the, to the head coach of Senatobia. You know what I'm saying? He gave me his little spiel on how he going to use me. You know what I'm saying? He promised me, you know what I'm saying, that I was going to uh, be able to get number three. And all that stuff. So, so that's when I ended up uh, deciding to transfer back to Senatobia. So you got, so you got recruited. Oh, I was gonna ask. Um, you know, I was able to catch um, a lot of your high school, high school games, also college games, um, but. I don't think we ever talked about the recruitment process um, as, far as, as far as leaving Senatobia. And so my question is, um, just kind of kind of talk about the recruitment process and explain what led to what led to your decision um, to where you knew KCU was the right fit uh, for you. Yeah, well, I, I ain't gonna lie, like when I was at, um, so the recruitment process at Senatobia, um, it was kind of frustrating, I ain't gonna lie, cause like, I said, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, all facts, no fiction. Um, when I was at EMP my 10th grade year, um, like, the Memphis, uh, a scout from Memphis State was talking to me that spring, telling me, like, hey, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I really can't, I really can't talk to you yet, you know what I'm saying? Because you're not, because you're not a, a junior or senior, but uh, I want to, um, I want to let you know, like, you keep, you keep doing what you're supposed to be doing. <clears throat> uh, 
basically, you know what I'm saying? We're gonna throw you an offer. So I'm thinking, I'm thinking all this is gonna carry with me, you know what I'm saying? When I transfer to Cinematoga, you know what I'm saying? I'm just so basically you know I get to Cinematoga my junior year, um doesn't pan out how I expected. Um and then in my senior year, um my senior year was uh I said I did I messed out my senior year, I feel like, you know what I'm saying? Like with all the opportunities I was given. And so going into the end of I think uh, ICC had offered me and the homes was um, interested or whatever. And so um, but I took a visit to KCU because so um, ICC coach, he came to the school, um, Coach Cannon was and he was basically like uh he was basically like uh, I'm a defensive guy, I just want you to come score touchdowns. And I was like, it. I was like, okay. <laughs> and so, and so I went to KCU on a visit. And, um, me and my whole family, and uh, but I was still unsure. You know what I'm saying? Because I ain't gonna lie, like you know what I'm saying? Like I'm from that area. You know, so I'm part of that area. So I'm thinking in my head, like I ain't gonna go out with that. You know what I'm saying? Like that's all the way in Kentucky. Blah blah. Um, my granddad was like, uh, at the time, my granddad was like. Uh, you told me um some months ago you gonna go you gonna go to where they wanted you the most and it seemed like that school wants you the most and then my mom um my mom was like uh basically telling me um uh, i want you out from around here go ahead uh, you need yeah. to, you need to get out from under me um you know you need to go expand and you know my dad was like uh Son, you know what I'm saying? Whatever you do, I'm in your corner. Um, um, if you do go that far, you know what I'm saying? Or, or you'll have the support, you know what I'm saying, to be able to do that. So, so basically, you know what I'm saying? I, said, I talked to my granddad about it again. Signing day came. I showed up to the school with, uh, like I said, like my coaches didn't even know where I was signing to. So I showed up to the school on signing day with papers and I, you know what I'm saying? I had a little suit on. And then my Uncle Freddie came to take my picture. So like I said, like the coaches were just as surprised as everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. So um, so taking a step back, I think I already know the answer to this based on what you just said. So did you have anybody who who wanted to act as a mentor in your decision making from high school athletics? Even though they didn't know until you showed back up, did you have anybody who wanted to be a part of that? Yeah, I had um I said I had uh I had some guys from um uh, a lot of guys from EMP. Who like, you know what I'm saying? Like older guys, you know what I'm saying? I want to say they was uh very supportive um to me. Uh Cinetopia, I mean, like I said, I mean I, mean, I hate to say it like that, but at the time, um in Cinetopia, I ain't really had a, you know, like from like the older guys there, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean besides my brother, of course, but I'm saying like out in the city, you know, I had I said like I had more support from like the guys in uh, Sardis and stuff in Panola County in their area. Like, you know, so old heads telling me this or that, you know what I'm saying? Then I had actually instant told me. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, a name just popped up in my head. Um, and uh, <clears throat> I was just going to ask you uh, about Arthur Avent. I know he was somebody that. Uh, trained you and, and and all that just kind of speak a little bit about you know the impact that he had uh on you um as far as be, uh becoming the athlete that you are i am man i think man um like i said he started training me when i 
when I was when I was younger. <clears throat> but yeah, uh, he told me um when it was I think it was my I think it was my sophomore year of college. Um, Arthur told me one day Arthur was like, man, look, man, uh, I don't know if you know yet, but uh, God told me you're gonna be a professional. Uh, and I was like, hmm. He's like, yeah, man, um, you gonna you gonna go places that you never expected, and uh, you gonna be a professional playing football. And he was like, uh, and he was like, uh, it ain't gonna be where you expect. Hmm. And I was like, hmm. he was like, he was like, yeah, man, God told me to tell you that. But yeah, Arthur, um, Arthur, somebody that's always dropping gems. Um, you know, I said, man, he always, he always trying to be that spiritual light and uh, everybody that he trained. Um, but like I said for me, man, like I said, but, um, um, he's always spoke to me in that type of light and like. Like he always told me, um, like when I faced some difficulties, you know, in, in my professional career, like he still encouraged me. He was like, he's like, um, so I'm telling me you ain't done yet, you know what I'm saying? So just keep grinding. You know what I'm saying? Also, his you know, his workouts are pretty intense, but uh I say that too, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, man, it take a like I believe so, man, like it take a village to raise a child. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like I had people, like I said, man. It was, it was a lot of people that kind of came in and helped me out. Uh, like I said, like, SN told me, like, it was people that I didn't expect. Um, and also trainers who helped me out. Um, Andre Wiley, I trained Wayne, like I said, so, you know, I said, it wasn't just Arthur, but, like, there's other people who kind of believed in me and, like, kept me afloat in times that, you know, I kind of lost, you know, a little belief in myself. Yeah. Yeah, going off, going off to college. When you arrived and you know had your first workout, or you know you made that transition from high school to the collegiate level, do you feel like you was prepared uh, for that? Or and and if so, or if not, like just speak about the biggest differences between like the the level, the the training uh, intensity as far as high school and, and college goes. I'll say, uh, for me, I'll say physically, since I've had me prepared physically, but mentally is where I was thrown way left. Like, um, like it took me a while to grasp, like, actual football concepts, um, like, when I got to college, because, like I said, like, in high school, it was like, like, you had plays for Pee Wee and you had plays for me. Like, we didn't really have to think. But, like, when yeah. I got to college, it was like um, it was basically like like um, if I'm running the route to the right side, like I gotta know what the receiver's doing, so I'm basically running to their space. You know what I'm saying? And I said, coming out of high school, I was like, "What? Like, what you mean? Like, yeah, yeah." So it was, yes, it was real difficult for me to grasp like actual football concepts coming out of high school. Did y'all uh, have to? Did y'all have like I seen I was watching Sports Center probably today or yesterday and they were speaking about one of Colorado's DBs I think that's not playing and kind of alluded to him not watching film. Was y'all film time tracking and stuff like that too? Yeah, yeah, we had to, yeah, we had to watch a certain amount of film, but my school person we um we had a lot of meetings, man. So I said like we was we were sitting there with the coach watching film, making yeah. so we had to have our notebooks there. Like it was like, like after school, like after everybody got out of class, 
we had we had two meetings before we even had practice. So like I said, we had a lot of time with our coach, actually like sitting down watching film. You know what I'm saying? So it got got a little redundant, but it did help. Um Mac touched on the adjustment on the football field. I wanna I wanted to ask, um, you know, so you're in Grayson, Kentucky, nine hours away. Uh, what was that adjustment like being that far away from your family and your upbringing uh, for the first time? What, what was that like? I said, man, I'm going to say it again. Like, I said, like, I'm from that area too. I'm, I ain't going to lie, I was ready to come home. When I first got down there, man, um, I my granddad, my dad. So I ain't want I ain't want to complain too much, but yeah, I was um like I said I was texting uh like the last semester when it was time to come home for December. My my dad can tell you I actually I actually lied to my dad. I was like, hey dad, uh, I said, hey dad, we gotta move all our stuff out in December. <laughs> so can, you, can you come get all our stuff? Cause yeah, cause I realized I was planning on going to come at the time to Holmes. Holmes that family threw me the old. Um, so I was like, okay, that's what I'm gonna do. Um, um, so yeah, so I had cleared it with my granddad, you know what I'm saying? So I didn't really tell my dad, I just told my dad we had to move all that stuff out. So my dad came to move me out basically. And my dad was like, so you mean tell me you can't, you can't keep your fridge here and nothing? <laughs> I have all my stuff. <laughs> so you know, find out a little later, you know, when my, when my children teach you. <laughs> I had one up the sleeve. How was you able to reset though and, and, and go back and like what, what made you be able to reset and go back and uh continue? I ain't gonna lie, I didn't have my choice. <laughs> 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 I ain't gonna lie, they were right there with all my parents, man, my grandparents, you know what I said, my my grandma prayed for me good. She was like, she was like, she was like, son, you gonna be all right. Yeah. Gave you gave you that push you needed to, to continue on. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So you you went to um KCU, Kentucky Christian University, right? Mm-hmm. And then Campbellsville University. Yes, sir. All right, yes, sir. so both both of those schools are private Christian universities, right? Yes, All right, KCU is smaller than CU, right? So yeah, and, and I, I call myself looking up some, some <laughs> data because I always try to look at us and see, you know, what their what their life would look like away from home, and it looks like at KCU about seventeen percent of the population at the school as far as student body goes is black, and then at CU is six percent. So I can see how you could be homesick. Um, and you mentioned that village earlier. So what, what was the culture like amongst the black students and the black uh, administration, if there, if there was any, at those universities? Um, so I said KCU, um, black administration, man, it was this, uh, it was this teacher. She was, uh, she wasn't from America, so she wouldn't, so, so like, so she didn't really connect with the, with the students like that, but I said, man, um, I made some, I made some great friends, man, that we like, we like locked in for life. Uh, like I said, like one of my teammates, I was just in his wedding. So, you know what I'm saying? So that was the thing in KCU. We uh, we stuck together. 
Um, you know what I'm saying? Like once we, cause like, like I said, like we were, we was all kind of stubborn at first. You know what I'm saying? We were, we were losing a lot at first, so we had to kind of basically come together and uh, stick with each other. You know. So I say, CU, the black, CU, um, CU has way more students in KCU. It's a, I mean, so basically both from private colleges, but CU has way more resources. This and that. So CU actually had like a black student, um, like a black student union, like something. Yeah. So yeah, so it was basically like some type of club like that. But I said like I just I just got my master's from there, so I wasn't really into like campus activities or anything of that nature. Yeah. 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 I, that's what I was gonna ask if the if the culture was more scattered or were y'all more tight knit. Sound like they were scattered at first and then y'all became tight knit. For what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, basically. Cool. And, and, and then for the record too, for everybody listening, I mentioned the seventeen percent and the six percent, but that six percent is more than double the seventeen percent of the other school. So he mentioned how CU is bigger than it's probably almost three times as many black students at CU than it is at KCU. Yeah, he talked about that last night, Mister. Oh, this man! Oh, that man! Huh? <laughs> 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 I, I, I that may have had me count my sheep laying night when I was sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> but uh but look and then I wanted to touch on something else. This is kind of piggybacking, you know, what Mac mentioned earlier. But you mentioned uh Senator's high school coach coming to 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 the house and basically recruiting you. Uh so how do you go how like how would you say going from that, um, knowing that you're gonna play, knowing that you're gonna start to uh, getting on the campus at KCU and having to earn a spot. What was what was that like? Yeah, that was uh, <clears throat> yeah, that was part of the reason I was in the league too. Cause uh, you know, like uh, why they recruit me? They told me uh, you gonna have a chance to play. You know, this, that, and third. You know, I'm like, okay, cool. Man, tell me why I get there. <clears throat> when the running back me, uh, it's 22 of us. I'm like, I'm looking around like <laughs> y'all had more running backs than y'all had black students. Y'all had <laughs> you know what I'm saying, man. I'm looking around like what is going on? So the coach, so like, so like initially the coach was like, hey, these are my five guys. And I went in that five. You know what I'm saying? I'm and I'm thinking to my head, when I was getting recruited, you you basically telling me all this and that, you know what I'm saying? So I'm thinking, whoa, like what happened to all that? So basically, we start off um we start off camping all that. I ain't getting no reps. I'm sitting over there. Just like when it's like, I mean, so we do so college, you know, you know how college set up, you know what I'm saying? Like you had individual drills, this, that, and third, but when it's actually time to, you know, go through team and stuff, I ain't getting a single rep. And it's in camp, you know, like I'm thinking like everybody supposed to get reps and show what you can do in yeah. camp. But it, man, like I said, the first thing was like the first Seven, eight days, I, I ain't getting no reps. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, man, like I, I was jumping my teammates about it, man. I was, I was two days away from being a DB. <laughs> do you, uh, do you feel like, I don't know if Joy had something else to follow that up, but I just want to jump in right there to say, do you feel like that, that seven to eight days, uh, I don't know if it was only for, for you or, you know, the rest of those guys that was in y'all, uh, all of the running backs or whatnot, do you feel like that was intentional to to see our attitude and how y'all react to to not getting reps, or it was just 
uh, random. I mean, looking looking back, definitely. I, I feel like I feel like the coaches were definitely are looking at body language on who was pounding, who was this, that, and third. But I ain't like I said, man. Uh, I wasn't necessarily pounding. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, like I, I said, I try to I try to keep a poker face at times, but I'm knowing like looking back. I said, like me, like saying, like I said, I still had that, I still had that cinematic mentality at the time. So looking back, like you know what I'm saying, I'm thinking in my head, like don't, like don't look like you probably. Looking back, like, I'm knowing, like I'm knowing, I probably had like a little unpleasant look on my face. You know what I'm saying, just sitting over there. Yeah, yeah. But um, and and I mean, I, I I'll say this, um, looking back on your freshman year, um, you burst on the scene and end up leading the whole team. Uh, yeah. In Russia, and and becoming uh, or, or entering the Kentucky Hall of Fame uh, that year, so kind of kind of speak on that, um, making that transition, beating out those other twenty one guys, and then having the season that you had. Yeah, I'm gonna speak on it, man. That's uh, I said that was a I said that was a turning point in my career. Um, so my grandma, happy birthday, grandma. Grandma called me, and grandma was like. Uh, um, I mean, she still do this to me today when I get kind of low on confidence or something like that. You know, she'll pray for me, but uh, she told me to say it. She was like, she's like, hey, um, I want you to say, um, I am the running back. You know, and I'm like, uh, I am the running you know, you know, and she always be like, she always be like, nah, like, nah, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it ain't funny. Yeah, like, like you mean it. So like, same you, mean, you, like you mean it. So, you know what I'm saying? So I said, like, after, you know, after kind of getting on my own way, I always, I always, you know what I'm saying, said, so I, you know what I'm saying, like, I am the running back. And like I said, man, my grandma prayed for me, you know what I'm saying? So leading up to the first game, a lot of stuff happened. A lot of stuff happened, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, man, grandma, grandma's prayers work, man. Um, like I said, man, I don't, first of all, man, I never, I never pray on nobody downfall, but it's, it's crazy how stuff happened. Uh, two of the running backs um, that I had seen, you know, because, you know, he basically had his five picks that he said, you know, was going to play, you know what I'm saying? So that was older. Two on pop, ineligible. Um, um, there wasn't in the five. There was two older guys that was outside of it. And then one of the guys, uh, one of the guys kind of started battling injury. Um, another guy did something, did something he shouldn't have done. So, you know, so basically, so basically uh, it was, um, it was gonna be two weeks, so basically I had two weeks to do what I had to do. Cause I said, man, it went from it went from the coach telling me, "Hey, you need to get on special team. You want to make the buzz to, hey, you could potentially play." So we got to uh, got to the last scrimmage of fall camp. Um, coach gave me a shot, so it was basically like we, uh, all the high school guys was out there. So yeah. I feel uh, this. This is actually how I made my best friend in college, uh, Jay Rowell. Uh, he was uh, looked at me. I was like, "Hey, bro, what's the play?" And you know, Jay Jay told me, "Bro, you need to learn your plays." And he didn't tell me, but so I ended up. Uh, so like we, so like we got to go eighty yards. Um, and we ended up scoring like two plays, me and Jay. Uh, so basically, uh, coach was like, mm. so so basically we ended up. We know, uh, you know, going to practice like a serious practice. Uh, so we had like a serious practice after that. Coach was like, "Hey, 
hey, I want to see Silk go up against the Warrens. And so I ended up going up against the Warrens. Um, we had this, we had this dude from San Diego State, a drop down. He had, he had did some stuff, and, and so he ended up in high school, six five, man, big, big dude. You know what I'm saying? So basically, I ended up going his way. I'm really trying to get away from him. Not gonna lie, and I ended up, uh, I ended up third up with another uh, guy. Uh, his name was uh, Herman Saint Herbert. Like he the truth. And I don't know how, man, but I ended up, I ended up running over Saint, and I'm just like, oh, coach, like, <laughs> yeah. So the first game go by, um, I get uh, man, that gave me some garbage time. Real saying, oh, like, it was like the end of the game. You know what I'm saying? But it was the second game when I really like burst onto the scene. Jordan, it was Jordan's first time coming. You know what I'm saying? Seeing we played in college, it was the second game. Uh, we had played against a, a Division One school, actually. Yeah, exactly. And we never, uh, we never scored on them ever. So, so they had played them two times before that. Uh, KCU had never scored on Moorhead. And I, uh, man, like I said, man, God worried or the, the 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 running back in front of me. Basically, I don't know what happened. He uh he. He went getting all yards and nothing, and so he started pouting on the sideline, you know, to the coach. Coach was like, I ain't going to have that. So the coach was like, uh, screw it. Just put the freshman in, you know what I'm saying? It's a money game, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, put me in. I ended up busting like a 40-yard run. So, then, yeah, that was all she wrote then. So so I go back to the sideline, and um, I said that, you know what I'm saying, like the older running back, he talking to the coach. And uh, the coach, you know what I'm saying, they they going back and forth. The coach was like, well, well, y'all got the same old line, and he he doing this on on them, so I guess I might want to roll with him. <laughs> and when, when the other guys came back, man, he kept me towards the top of the depth chart, man. So I, uh, that's kind of how it happened. And then, so I kind of – so I started off uh, great. Actually, uh, I rushed for um, – like I said, my rush for over 100 yards in the TD. Um, I actually led the team in rushing and receiving that night um, versus a D1 opponent, you know what I'm saying? So I'm on a high. I think I had, like, two more decent games. And then I hit a rough patch again, you know what I'm saying? Um, I, was like, I, hit a, I hit a real bad rough patch in the season. Um, and then, so about three games go by, I think, I think one guy had like 19 carries, 27 yards, and like that game at halftime, I think I had like negative, negative 10 or something. So I'm like, I'm like, man, like, can I, can I do this? You know what I'm saying? Then, um, I said like, me and the guys were close knit. We had a, we had a safety who was from Mississippi, um, Emmy Keys, man. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I got to give a shout out to my guy. Because at the time, I had only had, like, 300 yards. And, like, I just told you, like, I rushed for 100 in that game. I said, I, I'd only had, like, 300. We would play, like, what, five five games at the time? And Key was like, uh, hey, yo, what's your goal? You trying to you trying to go for 1K? And I was like, what? You know, because, like, I'm just looking like, what? What you mean 1K? Like, bro, like, like, I ain't even expect to be playing this year. Yeah. So... I ain't gonna lie, like when once he said that, I went in my room, I wrote it on a piece of paper on my wall, like all the stuff that I was gonna do, and 
Lo and behold, man, the last, I think the last five games of the season, I went, I went on a crazy streak. Like every game I rushed for a hundred plus. That's dope. Do you think, do you think, uh, shout out to your teammate, your, your homeboy. Do you think after that point and going forward throughout your career, was there something that you put to the forefront of your, I guess your career or, or your time on whatever team you was on was like writing your goals from the, from the jump? Put, mm-hmm. uh, I said, yeah, I tried that, but it was like, um, like right after that year, I had some, I had some terrible stuff happen to me, man. So that was kind of, I kind of dipped real low again. So the goals kind of went out the window again. You know what I'm saying? So I kind of had to reset again. Yeah. 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 Hey, re- real quick before we um move forward into into the, into details deeper. Um, we talked about your athletic transition. So what about the academic transition? You know, I know going to the collegiate level, um, I know when you're an athlete, sports come first. People don't like to admit it, but it's the truth. Mm-hmm. And sometimes academics get pushed to the side because you expect to hit two two days, three days, be at practice at five in the morning, you know, hit the games, travel, all that. So what, what was the academic transition like? Well, I'll say this, man. Shout out to, uh, shout out to my small school. But uh, like I said, like, cause my small school, like we did have tutors, you know, so we did have tutors like assigned to certain athletes, but I'm gonna say, honestly, man, I ain't even really need a, a tutor or anything. Um, like I said, coming out of high school, I, ain't lie, I was kind of slagging academically. I think I graduated with a 2.8, you know knowing I could have done way better. But when I got to college, man, um, I met her, you know what I'm saying? She, she rode me pretty tough. So like I said, like, like, I ain't really need a, to the anything, so I said like, my academic transition, um, my aunt Melody, uh, she she stayed on top of it. You know what I'm saying? Cause like I said, like it wasn't really no excuses. I said we had tutors. Um, like I said, if I was struggling in the course or something, um, at my school, like if we dropped below a 2.0 in certain class, we uh, we we got enrolled in mandatory tutoring session. Mm-hmm. Like that, like that next week. So I'll say for me. For me, uh, it made college um, a lot easier. Okay. So, good job. Speaking of you know schoolwork and in the academic portion of all that's going on, um, so can you talk to us about your undergrad, with what you have your degree in, as well as uh, your master's? I say undergrad. Undergrad was a struggle for sure, you know, because a lot of stuff that happened. But um, I obtained my degree in uh, social work, and then I also have a minor in counseling psychology. And my master's is is in business with an emphasis in entrepreneurship. That's dope. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you you gonna jump in here? No, nah, no. Nah, I was just saying good job. I was saying him a good job using his resources while he was there, because okay. you know, for, for most people. You know they, they get the college and they do worse than what they did in high school and you got to at least have the grace to get on the team and to get on the team and, and you know stay on the team with, every, with all the uh the obstacles he had as far as making the top of the deal chart that's a good job yeah um i get, wanted to jump to some <clears throat> current um and i was just gonna ask you or get your thoughts on uh nil transfer portal 
um, like, do you think your college experience would have been different um, had you had those, the, the advantages that these guys have now if they were made available to you back then? What, what do you think would have been different? Um, so for me, I mean, I, I want to say, I want to say much would have been different for me, uh, pertaining to, cause like, uh, in a way I kind of feel like, kind of feel like God placed me certain places, you know, for certain reasons. So I feel like, like I said, I feel like, uh, I feel like maybe my influence was needed or, or that place's influence was needed on me, you know what I'm saying, to keep me. Uh, where I need to be at the time, you know what I'm saying? So I feel like, man, like I said, man, I ain't gonna lie, it would have been real nice. Like I said, <laughs> I said like, it definitely would have changed my thinking, like I said, because uh, I said, man, like, I was, I was gonna transfer a couple times, so I said, but I probably, I ain't not gonna lie, I probably would have jumped the gun on transferring, for sure, for sure. You know, the, uh, like I said, they offered me money, I'm definitely, I said, like, I definitely would have left Grace in Kentucky. So, so just just as a follow up to that, just off the top of your head, what what would a nil deal would it look like for uh, for you? Man, I, man, I ain't gonna lie. I, uh, I consider myself very marketable. You know what I'm saying? I I would say for me, my nil deal would have probably came from like a chapstick company or something. Because um, actually, um, um, in high school and you know practices in college, you know what I'm saying they won't let me do any game, but I always had chapstick in my sock. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like that would have gave me a pretty good NIA idea, man. <laughs> yeah. 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 We're going to kind of jump to, um, and like I said, if you don't want to speak on it, uh, you don't have to. You mentioned it a couple times. Uh, but I know uh, 2018, I was right there with you uh, yeah. during that terrible time. Um, but um, without going too deep into it, um, I know those individuals were two of your greatest supporters and also two of your biggest influences. So uh, you talk about that dark time and having to dig yourself out. But what, what was that like uh, trying to bounce back from, uh, from what happened? So, you know, like I said, man, initially, um, like I said, my freshman season, like I said, I was on the high, um, everything, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, everything going good. Um, um, not to get off track, but like I, said, like I said, I believe God blessed me with all them awards and all that um, at that time, you know what I'm saying? Because God probably knew, like, like all that was finna shake down like it did. So I feel like, you know, so thank you to God for that. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, he did allow him to see me do those great things, but like I said, man, coming back, uh, like I said, man, like going into my, my sophomore year, like I said, after my granddad passed, um, shout out to my teachers too, man, because I ain't gonna lie, uh, I miss a lot of school uh, at the time, but going into um, that season, man, I was like, as I said, like, I had got motivated um, that summer, you know, like I said, I was told myself, like, man, my granddad died, you know what I'm saying? Initially, you know what I'm saying, I was real low. I, like they're done, um, but like I said, man, I got motivated. Um, I, I got connected with another trainer, um, a good trainer, um, Andre Wiley. Uh, he, man, he he spoke life to me day after day. But 
I told myself I was going to rush for 2K that season for my granddad. Um, I said, man, I'm just, what's the matter? Uncle Freddie texts me every other day, like, hey, everybody get 24 hours a day. How you separate yourself with yours? I said, like, that'll stick with me for the rest of my life. So going into it, I'm like, okay, I'm about to have a great year, you know what I'm saying, in honor of my granddad. But we get to fall camp. Things don't go as planned. I get injured. Uh, I get injured. And basically, um, I never really shook back that season, you know, because uh, before the season, you know, I, I was hearing, like, don't hit the sophomore slump. Don't hit the sophomore slump. So basically, like I said, I came back my sophomore season. I was like a feature back. So um, in my head, I'm like, I don't even know if I really want to do this. You know what I'm saying? I ain't. And then that off season, um, right after I get a call from my mom, you know, about Unc. I said, me and Unc, we was talking like every other day, every other day. He sent me videos, you know what I'm saying? We chopped it up. I said, we planning, you know, we planning about financial success, everything. Um, I get a call, you know what I'm saying? I just, I said, you know at that point, I'm like, let's. You know what I'm saying? And it kind of, like I said, at that point, I had developed, like, real bad anxiety from, you know, being away from my family. And like I said, like, it was kind of like, I, you know what I'm saying, like, I was almost scared to pick up the phone. And, like, even now, it's still kind of, still kind of stick with me a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Like, when I get calls, you know, it's be like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just hope it ain't no bad news. It's that third. But, yeah, I know, like, at that point, um, I kind of lost the love for football, I'd say. So, I say, um, uh, yeah, it, it was real hard uh, bouncing back from that. So I kind of had to reinvent myself in a way, um, and I had to kind of regain the love for football again. Um, just even like having a while to play, because I feel like I feel like I was still in the process of grieving my granddad, and my uncle got taken away from me. You know what I'm saying? So I said, man, it was just a lot. My faith kind of, I said, at that point in my life, uh, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't gonna say it, I really probably didn't have no faith. You know what I'm saying? I thought, I thought everything was against me. Feel that. I think he kind of froze a little bit, but it should, should come back. Yeah. <clears throat> Can you still hear us? Yeah, I still hear Yeah, the video stopped. Um, but um, but yeah, man. Um, just uh, uh, I know we you know we talk a lot, text and, and all that, but um, just publicly, like, uh, just want to you know let you know that uh, the whole family behind you, and uh, you know proud of you and uh, the way you you know battle through uh, all that adversity. So uh, we know you got way more bigger things to uh, to accomplish. So. Uh, we riding with you, bro. All right, man. I appreciate that, y'all. Y'all the big reason why I can keep going, man. Good support system. Yeah. Yeah. So, Deontay, um, going through those storms, you know, like I said, now you're in Brazil uh, playing football again. Um, I hope you're having fun over there. It's, it's a lot of stuff. You know, it's, it's still away from home. <clears throat> and I heard you talk earlier about <clears throat> being, in, being in college. 
Uh, you talked about the village not being at home and all that. And you mentioned also that uh, you think God put you in, in the right place at the right time and put you there for a reason. Um, I think it's fair to say that that prepares you for the journey you're going on now. And uh, both of those, can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So um, both of both you guys, family members that you lost, I'm sure they would be proud of where you are now and they would push you to get to the level and keep going. So, so with that, how do you now, uh, what do you do now to deal with adversity on other levels to get over stuff? Now, uh, man, um, honestly, um, I do a Bible study every day. <clears throat> um, and this, like I said, uh, I'm not just like, um, every day I journal, every day I do a Bible study. Um, like I said, like, I can't really just quote scripture that well, but I can quote principles. And um, like I said, every day when something, cause like, like I said, like, I'm expecting from the jump something to not go my way. Like I said, if everything going my way, I'm thinking, okay, it's too good to be true. Yeah. So, so like I say now, now basically how I uh, deal with everything, you know, so I just be like 100% honest. Like when I'm journaling, when I'm reading the Bible, you know, what I'm saying I also, I also have to hold myself um, accountable. Um, like being so far away from home, you know, what I'm saying like I said, I ain't really got nobody here but me. Um, so, yeah. So basically, like when I journal, like I'm, I'm journaling honest feelings, like raw honest feelings. You know, what I'm saying then I can. Yeah, I can go back and say when I do my Bible study, and I can kind of, I kind of correct myself. You know, what I'm saying like one, one Bible scripture that always come up is being patient in affliction, because I get it. Say I get mad fast, and you know, like I get mad, and when I when I react uh, out of that uh, out of that mind frame, um, I said my actions that ensue that are not really actions that I'm proud of. So I know personally, I need to be more patient in affliction. You know, so I need to keep. I need to keep my, my emotions off my sleeve because my emotions change a lot. So I said, man, me, me journaling, me, me basically doing self-care on myself. Uh, like I said, uh, my degree is in social work and counseling psychology. So kind of, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, I can kind of use it on myself, you know, basically practicing what I preach, basically. I was just going to ask that, like, do you feel like uh, your background in social work and, and psychology you or giving you the tools to you know be better uh better accommodate yourself and others as far as it relates to adversity and just everyday life most definitely i still you know sometimes i still make mistakes you know but um it definitely helped me um better accommodate you know others and myself so, sometimes like i said you know sometimes yeah. sometimes my anger still kind of get the best of me saying like I said I can't really realize to after and I said sometimes when like I can see other people like you know how like when somebody else are like kind of come at you um the wrong way um they'll they'll push one of your triggers but they don't really know that they're triggering you you know and like I said like sometimes I do like I do stoop down to their level or raise up to their level if I feel like you know what I'm saying if that's if that's what needs to happen but like I said, I try, I try my best to keep my emotions in check because, um, like I said, you know, when you react out of emotions, sometimes it can be dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, um, if you don't mind me asking, at what point did you get your faith back? 
or did you get stronger in your faith? Because you never lost it. But uh, at what point did you get back to that point when you felt comfortable enough to stay stay close? Um, I had to say, um, after all those deaths, I kind of felt like, uh, kind of felt like in a way that was God's call, um, telling me like, hey, like this is um, like, this is me telling you, hey, like you kind of, in a way, you kind of depended a lot on people, but now I need you to depend on me, in a way. So I said yes. Yeah. So after the deaths, that's when I kind of started researching and reading, you know, for myself. You know, what I'm saying not just. I just listening to uh not just listening to what grandma telling me to do, you know what I'm saying, what they tell me to do. I'm actually going and starting to read myself to understand for myself. Yeah. That's real. Yeah, sure. Um, I guess we're gonna push the conversation forward a little bit into uh where you're at now. Um so hold on, hold on, hold on, Joy. Before before we transition. I got a quick, quick. So, during your collegiate career, did COVID impact that at all? Yes, for sure. We, um, man, I always say this too, man. COVID saved a lot of people. I feel like I was in the best shape coming off of that summer of COVID because at the time, you know, so all the gyms and stuff were shut down. But, I, man, I, get, I got videos of me in my garage getting it in. You know, so I knew, yeah. like, I knew, like, okay, resources gone. Everybody on the even playing field, now we're gonna see what really gonna work. Man, so I was so I was ready. Yeah, we get to school and they canceled our season. I, I saw you in Sam's a few times with some sweaty t-shirt and shorts on. So <laughs> <laughs> Joe one time I saw, I saw your little cousin in Sam's. I think you were with your mom in Sam. <laughs> yeah. Had been working out. Yeah, it's uh... <laughs> <laughs> he said, "Hey, you get it in." <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying with that transition, with the season being canceled, uh, like you know what happened after that, and, and how did how did you continue to prepare, or you know just talk us through what happened after, and, and how you was able to shape back after COVID. So that season that got canceled on. I, I say shout out to my head coach, man. You know what I'm saying? At the time, we were really bitter about it, but I mean, my coach, he basically kept it like a season. Um, I said, we trained and every every Saturday we scrimmaged. So it was kind of like, you know, so like we still had the game on Saturday. So every yeah. Saturday we scrimmaged, we trained, trained. But the only difference was like, we was, we was working out every day, you know what I'm saying? So sometimes we scrimmage on Friday. Like, we, like, we actually had worked out before the scrimmage. Cause it's like, hey, like y'all are actually playing no games, so so now you can still train. So the COVID season, actually, you know what I'm saying? I said I'm thankful to God because um, I was able to get my master's for free because of the COVID season. Cause I had, cause I was granted the extra year. That's dope. Uh, one one last question about that before we transition. Um, just since we was on the subject, you mentioned like. During that season, y'all, y'all trained prior, you know what I'm saying, to the scrimmages just because you know, like it's not a real game. Y'all, y'all not having a season. Do you feel like uh you was able to it push you more to your limit, or you was able to stretch your limits more? Did you uh, learn more about yourself and how far you could push yourself based on it? Oh, for sure, man. Like, uh, it kind of I. 
I feel like in a way it helped me because, like I said, me personally, uh, the more I work hard, the more confidence I have. So, like, knowing, knowing I just put in work and, like, now I'm about to come out here, you know what I'm saying, I'm about to, I'm about to try to do it to you, you know what I'm saying, like, probably, yeah, I'm about to, you know what I'm saying, I'm about to. But I say, yeah, so you learn about your body, the importance of recovery as well. So like you training, playing, like, you know, like Saturdays, I said, you know, Saturdays in college, you know, um, like I said, when you ain't, like, when we had no season, they would count for other things, but we uh we kind of had to dial it back. You know what I'm saying? I said, I said that's why I think my coach kind of did it on purpose. Saturdays and Sunday, we used kind of for recovery. You know what I'm saying? Cause we were like, I said like, it was a long week. We had Friday finishers and all that stuff. Right before experience, so yeah, so I I think I really learned the importance of recovery because I was one of those guys that um, I said like, I I probably rather like work out like five six days a week hard yeah you know no recovery you know what I'm saying like no days off or, you know what I'm saying so it kind of let me know like 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 you can do active recovery days and like it's still not a day off you know what I'm saying like you still preparing your body yeah. gotcha. <clears throat> Yeah, and then um, I, I guess um, we'll touch on your decision to finish off your collegiate career at another school. Uh, what all went into uh, that decision and what was that like? Because they were still in the same conference, correct? Mm -hmm. yes, and so, so, you, so you transfer, you jump in the transfer portal and uh, <laughs> go to uh, Campbellsville and uh, put up nearly a thousand yards over there. What, what was that like? So we, um, so man, that season, like I said, it was a short COVID season. We played it in the spring. Um, man, we had, we had the best record in school history. Bro. We, I think we went six and two. So I'm saying, we like, hey, you know what I'm saying? After the season, you know what I'm saying, after I graduated, I'm thinking in my head, enter, enter the transfer portal right now. You know what I'm saying? Go. Go D1, go to a bigger school, you feel me? But I'm like, nah, 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 nah. I'm finna be loyal to my guys. So we, since so we go through the summer, um, I think it was July, me and my coach went to the middle contract at middle school. Uh, I'm like, what? You know, but like, I ain't gonna lie, he called me, he called me before, you know what I'm saying, told me the details of the contract. I'm like, you know what I'm, I'm like, I'm like, man, as a, um, like, as a man, man, like man, you'd be a fool to turn that down. Like that's that's good. You know what I'm saying? Good for you and your family. Yeah. So basically, um, but as an athlete, I'm like, oh, like, like now what I'm gonna do? You know what I'm saying? Because he left like he he left real late, man. Like so basically, um, I ain't have a lot of time to find somewhere to go. But like I said, thanks for God, I did. You know what I'm saying? Like I racked up like six or seven. Offers in uh, Countyville, man, the campus and everything. Um, and Countyville basically told me, like, Countyville was like, hey, whatever anybody else offer you, we're going to top it and then some. So I was like, okay. You know what I'm saying? That sounds pretty good. Uh, but like I said, my uh, my old head coach called me. Um, I said, like, he, he really wanted me to come with him. And uh, like I said, I really wanted to go. But uh Countyville, man, they doing the food and all like free food, man. He ain't free, you know what I'm saying? 
Who's turning it down? Yeah. Yeah, no sip. Like, hey, coach, what I what I tell you, this this seemed real good for you and your family. You'll be fool to turn that down. This hey, that goes for me too. <laughs> yeah, and it was close to home too, so yeah, I could could be there. Yeah. So um yes, but but like I was saying, you get over there and uh pretty much just kind of pick up where you left off. Oh, I think he rushed for what nine seventy five. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, it was a rough season though, because of the team. It was rough. Yeah. Yeah, it was rough, man. So like I said, man, I paid. I paid for that mess. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. But it was. It was like so coming in. You know, I was told. Uh, I was told that the team's gonna be a lot more mature than the team actually was. So me coming off like coming from a program where like like we've already passed that stage of like rebuilding, like like we've established something, you know what I'm saying? Like we think we finna go make a serious run for like the chip. And then my coach leave. So I kinda end up in a situation like my freshman year, but I'm older now. So like I said, man, it was like what game three or four, man. I think we were, but uh, we ain't killed. Like this other team, like we at home, and this other team got like, like they, like they run the score. They got like uh, 60, 60, you know what I'm saying, going for seventy, and like we got freshmen on the sideline dancing, taking, you know what I'm saying, taking pictures with the with the crowd, you know what I'm saying. So <laughs> I'm pissed. I'm like, Bronco, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I'm like, man, get me out of here. <laughs> yeah, I ain't no, I ain't no finishing off the season though. So I had a pretty good, so I had a pretty good out of it. Yeah. Hey, yeah. hey, right, right before we jump into the next segment, your back, your background. I may have missed it earlier. What's that stat line? I had 197 uh, yards, four touchdowns, 31 yeah. carries. Yeah, I just want you know what I'm saying. I said, I just want to market myself. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, you got some touch. You got some touches there, boy. Thirty-one carries. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I need you on my fantasy team. Man. <laughs> <laughs> got, got, got his fingerprints on that ball. Touch my set. <laughs> but I just want to see how many carries and how many yards it was. I saw the touchdown. Yeah. So uh, just jumping into uh, where you at now. You got it on your shirt, and I want to make sure I say this right. Kahankas. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 I, did, I did a little research. I know the R sound. <laughs> Kahankas. Kahankas. Yeah. So the R H. Yeah. Good. The yeah. R got an H sound yeah. in Brazil. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, man. Like, like your name like, uh, like your name like Rose or something, they'll call you like. Hose was like, Jose. <laughs> <laughs> hey, like, like, well, I'll call you half. <laughs> <laughs> well, hose it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, go, ahead, go ahead, man. Oh, uh, yeah. So, I guess. You know, transitioning from from college to where you are now, like what led to the decision to go play in Brazil? How did that come about? 
Man, I was on. <clears throat> so I was playing around. Uh, Where? It? Playing, uh, I was playing for the the Salon of Liberty in Salon of Kansas. So I was playing there. Um, made made one mistake. They they you know they ain't gonna let me go. So so um, so I ain't lie. So after that, I was pretty defeated too. But this uh. So while I was actually there, I think it was what, I think it was what, the third week of camp, this team had actually, um, they had actually, uh, they had followed me on Instagram. So I'm like, okay, well, I, I don't know who they are, but so they basically followed me, uh, asked me to do like a little interview or something with them, you know what I'm saying? But I said like, they really never, like they never really touched back base with me on anything. So I, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, I, I made it through camp. I made it through cuts. I, I like I ended up getting a chance to play the first game. But um, <clears throat> so on my first carry arena, it's a nice carry, but um, I fumbled it in. So, so yeah. I, mean, I probably should have. Looking back, I probably should have just went down. I had had three guys around me, and I was trying to kind of carry the pile, and dude just kind of punch it out. But so so I ain't no so I ain't no scoring touchdown later that game too. So. Pretty good, but yeah. So my arena career, basically, you know what I'm saying. They let me, so they let me practice that week too, and then you know, they you know couldn't like going to the bye week. Um, so came home and I started working. I mean, you know what I'm saying. They never became great uh, So, I, so yeah, I started working, man. <clears throat> and I was actually, um, I worked in a 14 hour shift. I read this book, Think and Grow Rich. You know, they do. I said, this is. Crazy story, pretty powerful. I feel like oh, the dude walked by. Um, um, the dude walked by and was like, "Hey man, look at the title, man. Think and grow rich." He's like, "Man, I don't even need to read that, cause man, whatever I think I can be, I can be." I was like, "Okay, was like, okay, I like that." You know what I'm saying? So basically, I'm on. I'm working a 14 hour shift. You know I just, I like God. I don't know how long I can do this, man. Working this long and stuff like this. So man, end up that night. Um, also, man, I want to say shout out to my grandma for giving me that book in the first place. But yeah, man, so that night, um, I said, I guess you know, being obedient, man, because my grandma told me read the book that night. Um, I ended up, ten, you know, texting me, and so they ended up like, hey, man, we're gonna bring you in to the zeal, you know. So the zeal. Yeah, yeah man, the zeal. So yes, yeah, so I called my dad. You know, we kind of cleared with them. My dad was like, let's go. So, you know, now I'm here, man. Man, that's dope. Yeah, man. Great. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, sp- speaking of you being there, you know, football is football. And no matter where it's played it, <clears throat> people who love football, they love football. But for you, like, what are some of the benefits of being able to do what you love and do it in Brazil or anywhere? Some of the benefits of me being able to do what I love, uh, I say, man, just the period enjoyment of the game. Cause uh, you know, so like I told y'all before, like, I had to kind of, I had to kind of refine the love for football again for myself. Like I said after I had encountered all those deals, like I was done with football, so I kind of reestablished some love for myself. Like you know what I'm saying, like when I got cut, um, when I got cut, I came home. Uh, I said, and I was still like on the field by myself. 
football in hand. And I, like, I realized, like, man, like, man, like this is really what I love to do. Like, like I said, I'm on the field by myself. It's hot out there. So I just got a football in my hand, man. So I go back and sit in my car. Like, like two hours went by, you know what I'm saying? Like, I really, like, I really love it, you know what I'm saying? Um, so, but I say one of the benefits is being like, um, being over here is you kind of get to experience new culture, new life. You get to see things from a different perspective. Um, like when I come back home, like I say, like I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be a lot more grateful for the for the smaller amenities that we have in America that yeah. they don't have over here. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of that we see things from a different perspective. Like I said. And also one of the benefits of me being over here is kind of um, uh, I get to kind of um, I get to share God's love as well. That's how I feel like uh, I feel like uh, I said I feel like man as a believer, um, uh, some people some people you know say they want to see uh, they want to see you be kind of uh, a good image of God. You know what I'm saying you bring them to God. So I feel like. Uh, that's kind of tied to my reason for kind of stepping across the border. Um, I said, like, the name of this show, Intentional Ground. You know, so I feel like you know, saying, I'm intentionally placed over here for those reasons. Going to the schools, seeing how the kids um, respond to me. You know what I'm saying? So I just feel like, man, it's just a blessing on both sides. I receive and I get to give. That's what's up, man. Do you feel like, uh, you know, you mentioned, you know, when you got cut, and you're back at home on the field, training by yourself, you know what I'm saying? Hours go past and you're like, I, you know, I really must love it because I'm out here. And so I want to ask because when I lost both my parents, right, uh, I lost, I felt like I was big into music, writing music, rapping, doing whatever. And then it just got to a point where like, man, I don't want nothing to do with nothing. I don't want to do no music. I don't want to write. I don't want to do any of that. And then at some point, uh some point in that process the very thing that i let go became my therapy do you feel like football has been that for you definitely definitely like i said like that's why i still i said that's why i'm still here because it's like it's like you know what i'm saying that's that's also a big reason why i journal as well because like i said like my whole arena experience like i'm saying i can go read back on it and then i can see my thoughts you know what I'm saying? Although I said like, although I got cut, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm, I'm looking back on the time I was there, like, like my journal would say like I was the happiest, you know what I'm saying? Cause I was able to play football, you know what I'm saying? And it's not, I said, man, I said, it's not just football, it's like kind of being in the locker room, being in that competitive nature, you know what I'm saying? Like uh, the seriousness of it, you know what I'm saying? Cause like I said, I've had people uh, I've had people ask me um, to play semi-pro, you know, saying nothing like that. So I'm not, I said, like, um, I'm not against it in no way, uh, form or fashion. But I like, um, I like paid opportunities better because it's more serious. You know, what I'm saying people and the people around you, like they take it more serious. You know, what I'm saying, and I say it's it's a more it's a more serious environment. Um, and I mean. What better than getting paid to do something you love? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, <clears throat> so um, just kind of give us an update. Like I know, um, you know, they stream the games and and all that, but just just so far in the season, what what does your production uh, look like? 
um, and then just kind of talk about where you guys are, you know, in the season. I think you're getting ready to approach uh, the playoffs and, and all that. So just kind of speak to that. Yeah, so this season, man, it's been it's been it's been a rough one. Yeah, um, offensively we struggled, and uh, like I said, like me and my dad, we talk a lot. Um, he sends me a lot of videos, and like I said. Um, I said it's been it's been a real struggle. Uh, it's a big thing is a communication issue. Like I can't really, like I tell my dad like it's hard to be a leader when like they're not really picking up what I'm putting down. Like they don't even understand what I say to. Them. You know what I'm saying? Like all they can see is the expression on my face, me being mad or you know what I'm saying, me doing this. You know what I'm saying? Like honestly, like. Like being over here, like this is this this is a benefit of that too, cause like personally, I was uh I was the guy that kind of you know led by example. Um, but here, you know, here I had to do that and then some. Um, like I said, like over here, like I've developed like me being the high energy guy in practice. You know what I'm saying? I having to talk talk my energy, cause I'm not really. A, I said like before, I'm not really a big talker. You know what I'm saying? I come on the field. You feel me? Like, I show you my energy when I play. But being over here, I kind of have to develop that. You know what I'm saying? Because I see, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they kind of, them not being able to understand my words, they, they feed out my energy. You know what I'm saying? So when I talk to energy, you know what I'm saying? Like, I said, like, now I'm in practice dancing around and stuff, keeping the spirits up. But like I said, man, it's been it's been a struggle so far. But the last game, I feel like we showed the, like we showed the most growth as a unit. Um. I said Saturday. Saturday we have a game uh, versus Cavalier and Salvador. Um, it's basically when to go home for us because you know so I said we've been sleeping this season. Uh, but yeah, I said man, it's when to go home for us. Uh, and uh, we're gonna win. Uh, so I'm put put that out there, man. man. We gonna we gonna right. win this game and we going to the playoffs. But um, I said my production this season. Um, I'm always self-conscious and like I said, I'm always my biggest critic. Um, I said, I'm always looking at my film, seeing what I could have done better. So, man, I would say, uh, I'm going to just say this. Offensively, we've only scored nine touchdowns this season and I've scored seven. Enough said. You know, so. Oh, this math. Sound like you're speaking their language to me. Seven, <laughs> seven carry the two, you know. Um, but yeah, and I and I'll just uh uh follow up with this question. Um, so as the season gets ready to come to a close, hopefully it goes beyond Saturday. But um uh you kind of touched on this, but just Personally, what what have you discovered about yourself living abroad, being away um, from family, and then uh, the B part of that is, what you what are you looking forward to the most um, coming back to the United States? Um, I say uh, what I discovered about myself. You know what I'm saying? Uh, now y'all always call me, checking in on me. Um, I say um, I need to personally. I said, I'm gonna hold myself accountable. I need to reach out more. Um, I said, I'm always in my shell. You know what I'm saying? But um, I discovered a lot. Uh, I said, um, I actually took a class uh, about the stock market. You know what I'm saying? I've been preparing to actually teach a class about the stock market myself. You know what I'm saying? I, said, I got everything pretty much set up. So 
know what I'm saying? If you're interested in that, inbox me right now, you know what I'm saying? I got the sauce on the stock market, all the bases of the stock market. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. just, just let me know, man. Like I said, um, uh, your, your class will be virtual? Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it like that. You know what I'm saying? I got a PowerPoint set up. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna do it. But I wanna, um, I wanna do it like this because cause I know like everybody learns differently. So, so what I have it set up is, you know what I'm saying? Like somebody's class may take uh, 20 days. Another person's class may take only five days. You know what I'm saying? So I got it basically set up to where I can, um, I can basically, you know, I want everybody to grasp the info because it's like, it's basically like, it's giving you an asset to create wealth. You know what I'm saying? And it's like me being from the area I'm from, I want to help expand the minds. And I feel like I can help expand your wealth. That will definitely expand your mind because you know what I'm saying? Now you got the money to do more of the things that you want to do. So like I said, like, so me, me being down here having like a lot of time to myself, I took that time, I made that investment in myself. You know what I'm saying? So now I kind of want to give back in that way. So yeah, so we gonna so we gonna teach a little bit about that. But what I'm excited about coming back to America, um, um, the journey's ain't came in yet, but I'm I'm really excited about that. Um, I get to come back home. I get to uh, I get to I get to give our journeys, man. That's that's something that's that's something that's big to me. You know what I'm saying? Because like I said, I do kind of. Do kind of hold that because it's like you know what I'm saying like where I'm from I don't really know anybody else who uh, who's went to Brazil you know what I'm saying get paid to play football so um, so that's kind of one of the things I look forward to when I get to come back home and hand out jerseys like you know what I'm saying like with my name on the football team yeah yeah so, yeah do do y'all play uh. I got a couple questions, but I guess we can keep rotating still. Do y'all play like regionally or how does that work with, you know what I'm saying, the division and, and as far as being pro in Brazil? Is it all in country? So they, um, so basically, um, it's a, it's a league to where they play regionally, basically, you know what I'm saying? So our region is, it goes like this, but for some reason, our region has two different divisions. So we gotta, so we gotta play like a semifinal before we even, you know, uh, get true into the playoffs. Um, but so basically, we are we're in the northeast region because you know you got uh, South Brazil and all this. But yeah, so we in the northeast region. We got the most teams, and uh, that's how they do it here in the BFA. So the um, I don't know what it was, but NFL signed something with this league or something, trying to trying to develop players. Because, um, like I said, the NFLs said they're trying to be more diverse or whatever, so they signed some or some. But, uh, like I said, like this league is still kind of coming up. Um, but it's um, so far, I've been well, you know, like I said, you know, the refs can be a little better too. But, like I said, they still kind of coming up, so I ain't gonna complain. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I was just wondering because I one of my homeboys, his. I think his nephew, two of them, one played for Tulsa now, but the other one played for Texas A&M. But I think he finished his collegiate career and then, but he played in Germany now. So I didn't know if it was like uh, some overall league or just everybody playing in country and then at a certain point it may get to that. So 
Yeah, it just, well, the league I'm in, the BFA, so it's the Brazil Football Association. So it's basically just uh, teams in this, in Brazil, basically. Gotcha, gotcha. That's what's up. Hey, um, real quick, um, I know we talked about the language barrier, and you was like, some of the guys don't really, a lot of the guys don't understand what you're saying. So, do the teams provide or um, the league provide like language courses for the international players to come in, or do they have a translator, or you just kind of got to get the schemes and just roll with it? Well, they, they actually should, but but the good thing about it is um, all the players are in English. So, okay. Yeah, so in, uh, in, I'll say this my center, uh, my center slash left tackle, Pedro. Pedro. Uh, Pedro knows English. Uh, my quarterback, John Victor, he knows English. Um, my coach, Neto, my OC, he knows English. Um, so it's so it's basically uh, Hans, my head coach, he knows a little English. So so that's basically how we break the barrier. Like I said, certain players who know English, but it's it's hard. Like you know, what I'm saying like when you win the game, you trying to you trying to convey something fast. Yeah. Like, it's no direct way for me to talk to Hanal because Hanal don't know nothing but Portuguese. Mm-hmm. There's no, like, so Hanal messed up. There's no direct way for me to just go to him and be like, uh, but like, like, I go to him, he like, uh, John, what are you saying? You know what I'm saying? At that point, I'm like, uh, yeah. Too late. Yeah, he like, yeah. <laughs> How would you say um, the game speed? uh compare to what you're used to playing um over here is it is the game speed uh any different nah, it, it, it definitely slower you know but <laughs> i say it really it really depends on the team you play because there's some teams out here who got some guys man. They, 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 they got some guys who train who serious about this you know but it's some teams out here who got some guys that ain't really serious about it you know so they're they're really bad, but um, I'll say uh, what what separates it the most for me is the IQ. The, like the IQ, because like I say, like me, me being able to play like professionally in the arena, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, like, I had guys um, on my team who had who had been in NFL training camps, you know, uh, been on NFL practice squad, guys who played in the CFL. You know what I'm saying? Like, I said like uh, played for really really good ring team um, for about two months. So so basically like me going from that to this, it's a lot like IQ is a lot different, you know what I'm saying? Because I noticed like the guys who play the NFL, their IQ is through the roof. You know what I'm saying? Like they like they like they stem route different. Like they uh like they talk football different. You know what I'm saying? So it's definitely a drop off from that coming there. Yeah. Yeah. So like what's the um what's the makeup like? How many how many Americans on your team? How many Americans in the league that you know of? Yeah, um, each team only have two Americans. Is that a cap? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a cap on it. Yeah. Wow. Cap on it. Yeah. Dang. What's that? I'm, I'm sorry, I, I didn't hear you. I froze my mic. What was that? Um, each team only have two Americans. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. Limited integration. Yeah, man. Yeah. I learned that last night. <laughs> of all my guys, man. I'm, I'm trying to 
trying, man, but it ain't it ain't that, it ain't that easy, my boy. I feel that. Um, what? One of my questions: What what is like the the contract structure like? Is it season to season or multiple seasons, or, or how does that work when you oversee? Uh, so my contract is set up uh, one season. So basically, and the other guy, you know, he plays tough. They they just sign season to season, and uh, yeah, and we get paid in their currency here because I'm because I'm down here on like a work visa. Or something. Well, no, not a, a travel. It's like a Vacation so you know, yeah. 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 I don't know if you prepared to answer this question, but um is this something that you could see yourself going back for a second season and continuing or you, you feel like at this point uh, you're gonna explore other options? Don't answer. He come back for the second season. He come back for the second season. <laughs> I'm gonna definitely, uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna come back. back. Yeah, I'm gonna come back for something. You know what I'm saying? I, yeah, I'm, yeah. Come back. Come back. <laughs> yeah, Cause you know me, cuz. <laughs> good answer. Good answer. Good answer. <laughs> that pressure on them folks. He coming back. <laughs> make make sure they're off right. Yes, sir. Show that, man. I would love to come back. Yeah, yeah. And since he's coming back, what what advice would you give another young person who want to take a similar path and go out and uh, play professionally on the international level? Um, I would say internationally. Um, if you want to come play internationally, first of all, have an open mind. Be ready to be ready to learn, you know what I'm saying? Um, and just be just be aware of your surroundings, man, wherever you're going, you know what I'm saying? You get, uh, you, and the main thing is you know, so look out for yourself. So I know, I know, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they brought y'all here, they probably look out for you, but look out for yourself, man, you know what I'm saying? So, and also, um, continue improving yourself, like I said, like, just. Just because um, it's a drop off from a competition level, don't mean like I can I can drop off my play. You feel me? Like so, I said I still gotta find ways to better myself. So I said, man, just uh, just be a student of the game wherever you go. Just watch your surroundings. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, be nice, man. Be nice. So even with people, cause man, a lot of uh, a lot of times I hear, man, we get these stares like. And then they always ask, what are you doing here? Why are you here? And, you know, I'm always like, but by the way, come on, come on, come That's what I say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't never say it right. I'll be like, come on, come <laughs> So, and then, you know, as you, as you, as you was talking and Mac asked his last question, it made me think about um, what's going on in the NFL right now concerning, you know, the running back pay structure. And uh, I just wanted to, I guess, just I don't know if you've had time to look into it, but just wondering how, uh, on the international level, how do they value the running back position? I say, um, in this league, uh, we're valued um, pretty good because it's like, so you don't have two Americans, so I'm gonna, so I'm gonna uh, choose one of them to be a running back. 
you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to take care of him, but I mean, that's like I said, man, NFL might be the only league like that because, like I said, if some of them guys go play other league, they're gonna pay them, you know, the max, max, yeah, you know what I'm saying, but. I said, man, they still, I mean, they still making millions. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Again, marketable exposure, you know what I'm saying? Like if you want TV, man, you get a chance to make endorsements for yourself. Uh, endorsement come with it. And so, yeah. Man, but on the other hand, I do understand, like I'm saying, like I said, it's one of the most dangerous positions to play. And I'm a little biased, too, because think about it, man, we got a, we got a block linebackers. We always we always in the trenches. You know what I'm we we got to we got to catch the ball. You know what I'm saying? We got to run routes. You know what I'm saying? We got to got to squeeze through the tight holes. So I definitely think they should get paid more, especially yeah. on like, more long time country. You know, they're taking care of all these, man. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And, and my last question um, before we uh, let you go was going to be. Um, you know, we, I've seen the commercials um, that you've done since being over there. Uh, how does that compare um, to uh, what a commercial would mean over here in the United States? Like, are you able to walk the streets and, and not be, you know, mauled and, and all that kind of stuff? Or are people just coming up asking for autographs, like seeing you uh, in commercials and, and knowing that you're a professional football player? What has that experience been like? Really depends on the day. I said, some day, man, we walk through the mall and nobody said a word to us. You know what I'm saying? Like, so like we still get them looks and stuff, but like, like today, like we was in the mall, a uh, group of kids just standing, standing, standing. We were like, man, like, what's up? They was like, uh, can, we, can we please get a picture with you guys? You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know what I'm saying? So some days, you know what I'm saying? I get that. I get that for people. Because you know like today, I really was just trying to eat my food. I'm saying cruise on out there, but I said, man, you know, we gotta put on a smile. Like, hey, I'm happy, but yeah. some days, like I said, nobody, nobody knows you. Some days they want to take pictures with you, but yeah, but at, at them schools, that's that's different. Too. But yeah, I I want to put this out there too. Some of the reasons that they do that, man, is because some of them just ain't never seen somebody from North America. Yeah, so some of them just geeked about that. You know, yeah. Like, Speak a different language, this damn thirty, but yeah. So, some of them actually like football too. Yeah. Yeah. Word. Y'all got anything else? Oh, I don't have anything else, man. Yeah, I think I'm good on my end. Um, as far as questions, I got a statement to make before we close. Okay. Um. I guess we'll just uh, wrap up by um, saying uh, or asking about your aspirations uh, beyond football. I know you just talked about the stock market, but you know what else uh, do you have up your sleeve? Uh, that's my goal, man. Um, being myself financially, because uh, my goal is to really, you know, what I'm saying like, my goal is always to be an entrepreneur. You know what I'm saying? So, like I said, man. I'm serious about teaching this class about the stock market. Like I said, man, I got the content. Um, like I said, man, hit me up in my inbox, man. The first, first three people to hit me up, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you will get the class um, for super discounted rate. You know what I'm saying? I might even do it for free for you. You know what I'm saying? If you want to learn about 
ETFs, man, index funds, you know what I'm saying? Basically, man, I'm going to give you all the basics of the stock market so you don't go in blind, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to give you all that sauce. Um, so, yeah, that's my aspiration. Man. I really want to be an entrepreneur. Um, I really want to be a serial investor. Um, you know, I want to continue playing the game I love. Yeah, man, man, I forgot something, man. My bad. I forgot something. But look, you want them to hit you on your on your Facebook page? Yeah, in it, yeah, in a way, <coughs> man. Just get in contact with you. Know what I'm saying we gonna, gonna chop it up on it. Yeah. So we, we uh we got we got some uh, some photos of, of your playing uh in action that uh we got so deep in the conversation I forgot to roll through while you were talking. So what we're gonna do when we close out for people watching, we're gonna uh, show y'all some some photos of Deontay playing, yeah, and, uh, and being with close family members while we play play that play the song out. So. And look, you know, all three of us are married, but uh, when one of your cousins found out we were gonna have you on tonight, um, they told me to ask you about the Brazilian women. <laughs> I, you, uh, I don't know what that means, you know. Brazilian but... <laughs> <laughs> women. <laughs> yeah. Say <laughs> <laughs> <Saying> no lie. <laughs> Take a trip to the zeal. <laughs> <laughs> Brazil. 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 <laughs> hey. What can I say on 600? TV watch. Uh, man, what I'm saying, man. If hey, if somebody on here from Brazil, man, boy, know it. Yeah, man. Oh, man. So, uh, I had to book a trip. Do we we need to we need to interview him in Brazil? Uh yeah, sticks and stone takes Brazil. Sticks and stone okay. takes Brazil. <laughs> Football. <laughs> AF, what is it? AF, AFA? AFA? BFA. BFA. BFA, man. We we we're gonna have we a uh, sideline. We need an all access pass, man. <laughs> Translator. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're gonna have about, we got about, about 15 tickets to go over there. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, look, I don't know. I don't know if his daddy on here or not. But uh, when he when he first got ready to go go over there, his daddy said, "Uh, you know, you know, you can drive over there, right?" <laughs> <laughs> what? Hey, man. About driving over there, man. <laughs> Still be doing some driving. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, I bet you Wally got a car down there he can drive over there. <laughs> boy, well, look, man, I don't know what the be clips on here, boy. That would be <laughs> I know you uh uh I know you got a busy next couple of days, man. So we we definitely appreciate you taking out time to uh come on here and uh just rap with us and you know uh talk to us about your journey. So, uh, like I said, cuz proud of you, man. And uh, like I said, you already know, it's, it's one phone call away uh, anytime. So, I love you, cuz. I love you too. I appreciate it too. Yes, sir. I love you too, man. I love you too, man. I got sentimental ones at the end. 
Yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> love, bro. Hey, man, uh, keep doing what you're doing, man. You're doing great. Yeah, I, I want to say, man, just keep doing what you're doing, man. You're definitely inspiring people. Uh, it's just good to see, you know, somebody from where we from just exploring the world, living living in their, their dream and their truth and uh, inspiration to us all. Uh, aside from that, I want to say you inspired me because, like, I write, I do music, but I, I don't, I haven't journaled. But listening to you inspired me to want to journal because I want to be able to go back and see, you know what I'm saying, how I felt at certain times or certain moments. And it, I think it was just real cool to hear you talk about your experience with journaling, how you can tie to, you know, scriptures or feel like how you was, look at how you was feeling at a certain time in your life. Like even when you said like you had your issue when you got cut, but from the looks of going back, looking at your journal, you was like the happiest you had been at, you know what I'm saying, within some time. So I just think that's dope to see and just like not a lot of people, not enough people talk about those things that they're doing to continue pushing forth and strengthen their mental health and, and just, you know, all of the, all of the stuff that you learn about when you're a social worker, you know what I'm saying? Psychology or, or people that go to counseling. Like I, I go to counsel, talk to my counselor, my therapist, and you know, they, they talk about some of those things. So I just think it's dope that you're doing that and, and can be an example for others. So man, salute to you for that. Yeah. Because man, good luck Saturday. Uh, hope y'all blow them folks out. Like the Dolphins did the Broncos. <laughs> like I said, man, we'll be waiting on you. We're gonna do it big when you get home. You already know. So, um, I will give you the last words. Are you gonna give me the last word? Yeah. Man, uh, it was written, man. Oh God, man. Cause I ain't gonna lie. I said, I said one day, man, I'm gonna be on, I'm gonna be on Cousin's show. It's happening. <laughs> Such a time as this, man. Thank you, God. Man. I'm here. You know what I'm saying? I, I pray. I pray everybody uh, have a great life, man. Everybody who watching, thank you for watching, man. Continue to be great, man. Continue to act in love. Yes, sir. Live, brother. Zing. Look, I hit it one time, man. We <laughs> well, look, man. That's it for us tonight. We'll be back uh, next Wednesday. And uh, be on the lookout for their announcement on who we bringing on next. But until then, sticks and stones, we out. Family money's music to my ears. Faith, family, and finances, those my souvenirs. Uh, on my way to the top again. They know they need me, but they can't see me. This shit like oxygen. Lines could get offensive. I hope I never touch that block again. When hard times made me angry, I went and punched that clock again. Riding with that Glock again. You never know who really shook. One once and now they talking tough. They sound like Dylan Brooks. I know the sky's the limit. I don't care how the ceilings look. God, family, money, my hustle belonging, getting books. All the gangsters snitching, no honor amongst the silly crooks. Turn to English professors when they see how that sentence look. Faith, family, finances, God, family, money. Rule number one was always get it in the buttons. Uh, been proving it all these years, eluded all my fears. If ever they were hating, remove me from my peers. God, family, money's music to my ears. Faith, family, and finances, those my souvenirs. Been proving it all these years, eluded all my fears. If ever they were hating, remove me from my peers. God,
God, family, money's music to my ears. Faith, family, and finances, those my souvenirs. Yeah, God, family, money under the code.